International Poznań. Cześć Poznań, Piotr Szulc, International Poznań. To jest kolejny odcinek programu, w którym spotykamy się z ciekawymi obcokrajowcami. It's another episode of International Poznań, a show where we meet international people from all over the world. And tonight it's time for Greece. So I would like to say Kalispera. Kalispera, guys. Kalispera. Okay, and the female voice that you hear uh, on my right is uh, Zaharula uh, Andoniu. Hello. Yes, hello. And I also have with me Nicolas Dimopoulos. Yeah, yeah, yes, Seolus. Wow, this is this these surnames are really difficult. Te nazwiska są naprawdę trudne, ale to jest właśnie piękno Grecji. This is the beauty of Greece. And today we're gonna talk about many things, including why we say nie udawać Greka, so not to uh, pretend to be a, a Greek person. We're gonna talk about Greg Zorba, so the dance. We're also gonna talk about some misconceptions about uh, and stereotypes about Greece. Czyli porozmawiamy sobie trochę o stereotypach i, i takich trochę złych przekonaniach na temat Grecji. A little bit of the history, of course COVID-19 somehow it will be there as well. So I can't wait for the show. Guys, I'm super excited. Let's play the first song of the show and this is Katy Perry Roar. Czyli taki ryk będzie na początek. There will be a little roar from Katy Perry, a lot of energy to get us going through the show. And later we're gonna come back to a conversation with uh, Zaharula and Nicolas. Push me past the breaking point I stood for nothing 
Twoje miasto, Twoja muzyka, Twoje radio. MC Radio 102 i 7 FM Poznań. Miejska fala informacji. International Poznań, Piotr Schultz. To była Katy Perry Roar, a my rozmawiamy dzisiaj o Grecji. Będzie też grecka muzyka. Przedstawiam ponownie naszych gości. Jest z nami Zaharula i Nikolas. I zaczniemy sobie od Zaharuli. Um, Zaharula, I would like to ask you, what brought you to this wonderful city of Poznań? Please tell me. Uh, so my story is a bit uh, romantic. I met a guy uh, four and a half years ago, uh, whose name is Jonas. Uh, we met on the island of Cyprus. And uh, then I decided to come to Poznan to finish uh, a master's degree here. Then I stayed for uh, volunteering for one year and uh, now I am working. Okay, perfect. And um, what, uh, what did you study here in Poznan? Uh, I studied Mediterranean studies. It's um, uh, in the uh, field of philology in uh, Adam Mickiewicz uh, University. And uh, it, it was a very good program. Okay, awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I like Adam Mickiewicz University, always close to my heart. Absolutely. And, and Nicolas is um, kind of new to Poznan, aren't you? Yeah, I'm almost one year in Poznan. So my story is not so romantic as uh, Zacharula's. <laughs> And somehow I could say that I didn't find Poland and Poznan, but Poznan either found me, so I'm really glad that uh, it did. Uh, I, I always wanted to, to travel abroad, to study abroad, to uh, work abroad and meet new people, to socialize with foreigners, learn new cultures. And when this point in my life came and started to uh, search Uh, in which country I could go. I had friends here in Poland and it was my first choice. And I'm really happy that I found uh, my dream job here. Okay, awesome. Um, what do you do here in Poznan? I'm working for a website. It's an international website and I'm a digital marketer, online advertising and social media for, for this website. Okay, cool, cool. So um, you represent two completely different worlds, I could say. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so I would also uh, like to ask you, what do you like? Uh, why do you like Poznan? If you like Poznan, what is it that you like it for? Let's start with Zaharula. Um, well, I think... I think I like um, mostly that it is uh, an, an international city. I've met actually many foreigners on the streets and uh, when I had uh, problems with the language in the first years, uh, I found many people talking in English, so it was really helpful. Uh, I think it's an, a, a clean city, I mean environmentally, and uh, I really enjoy to be here. Okay, awesome. Uh, awesome, awesome. How about you, Nicolas? Apart from everything that Zaharula said, I want to add that Poznan is completely different than my uh, city, Athens, and that's why I like it. And I mean, here I see a lot of green, a lot of parks that we don't have in Athens. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of lakes, uh, which I was not used to see in, in Athens. And also what you know impressed me a lot here is that I don't see any mountains. <laughs> And in Greece, you know, the 80% of uh, the ground is mountains. Apart from this, I love the city. People here are very friendly, uh, very clean city, very relaxing city and very picturesque city. It's like okay. living in a movie. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So, so, so you come from Athens, a much bigger uh, city than Poznan. And Zaharula, you come from? I am also an Athenian. 
They're also on Atenia. Okay, so it must must be a big difference between Poznan and uh, and Athens. So definitely in Athens we have more mountains. Uh, I think the city is a little bit more dynamic, loud. We could say in Athens. Would you would you agree with me? Totally. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, I heard some stories, and I know we were we are breaking some stereotypes, and maybe it's a stereotype or not that uh, Athens is a little bit dirty as a city that there are much cleaner places in in Greece but Athens is not one of them that's true I mean Athens is a huge city so you can find dirty places and clean places Mm -hmm. Um, many of these stereotypes uh, are sourced because of the center of Athens so during the past years yes it was really dirty you could not walk there and feel safe but the last years the the Greek people and the government uh, have done a really good job. They have transformed the center of Athens and it's clean, it's beautiful. They have new fountains and everyone who, who will go there will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely worth going and we also have a direct connection by, by Ryanair to, to Athens. So maybe it's a good idea. I'm not sure what the restrictions are. Um, uh, c- can we go from Poland to Greece? Do you guys know? Yeah, you can travel to Greece, but you have to fill in a form. And uh, if, uh, based on on statistics, uh, they believe that you belong in a target group that may have COVID, you go through some tests, uh, uh, or if you don't, uh, if you are not in this group, then you can go into the country. There's no problem. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So I I know that some of my friends uh, have been to different islands as well. Um, uh, uh, Zaharula, something to add? Uh, yes, I wanted to add that uh, at the moment there are not uh, direct flights from uh, Poznan to Athens. I mean, I think the, this is the last month, October, because then they start again for the, the touristic season. So they start again in April. Okay. So we have to wait and s- survive this cold winter in, in, in Poland. Hopefully it won't be, won't be very cold this, this year uh, as well. Okay, guys, so it's time for another another song and this time there will be two songs actually so i want to play rolling in the deep adele and i want to play uh, play um nicola's uh, favorite band backstreet boys yeah indeed it is indeed. i grew up uh, listening to backstreet boys okay awesome. I admit it. okay so <laughs> let's make it your way so i want it that way um let's play that and later we're gonna come back to a conversation about greece um about food about drinks and also we'll play some uh, greek music okay but for now it's rolling in the deep and i want that way Bringing me out the dark The scars are 
Twoje radio. MC Radio 102 i 7 FM Poznań. Miejska fala informacji. Piotr Schultz, International Poznań. That was uh, Rolling in the Deep, Adele and Backstreet Boys. I went that way. Uh, rozmawiamy o Grecji. We're talking about Greece. Uh, ze mną jest uh, Zaharula i Nikolas. Mówimy Kalispera, bo to znaczy dobry wieczór. Tak? Dobry wieczór. Tak, tak, tak. tak. Dobry wieczór. Dobry wieczór, super. No to mówimy dobry wieczór i idziemy dalej z naszym tematem. Rozmawialiśmy przed przerwą o lotach. Wiemy, że nie ma za bardzo lotów zimą i późną jesienią i wczesną wiosną do, do Grecji. 
so there are not that many flights uh, generally from from uh, Germany or, or Poland to, to Greece during the low season. So uh, November, December, January, February, March. But from April, May, June, we can start uh, flying to, to Greece, hopefully with directly, directly with, uh, despite the, the COVID um, restrictions. So what do you guys recommend? Let's say someone has never been to Greece before. What places do you recommend? Let's start with Zaharula. Okay, um, I would definitely recommend the capital city, Athens. Um, even though it is not uh, close to the sea, you can uh, go to the sea, you can uh, go to Piraeus, which is the port, the big, the big port, and from there... Olympia, uh, Olympiakos Piraeus. Yes, <laughs> very good. <laughs> uh, and from, from there, take a, a boat, a ship, and uh, go anywhere you want. Uh, this city is uh, deeply historical and uh, I think it, it is very cultural also. One should definitely visit uh, the Parthenon and the Museum of uh, Acropolis and I would highly recommend for all seasons. All seasons, all seasons. So, but I guess in the in the summer it might be too hot in Athens, July and, and August. Uh, what do you think, Nicolas? In uh, in August? Uh, in August, in Athens, too hot? Actually, the summer period in Greece is considered to be from early April till the till late October. So okay. most okay. of these months we have, uh, you know, good weather there. Yes. So um, I would suggest uh, people to visit any island. All the islands are amazing. I know that Zande is very popular in uh, in uh, among Poles and Crete. Yes. But there are also some other hidden gems like Paros, Naxos, Adorini, Mykonos, which are very famous. And also one more hint I want to give to people from Poznan. I've seen that many like to rock climb. So yes. there is a place in uh, in the center of Greece which is called Meteora and the, the, you can find there huge rocks that you can climb and on the top of the rocks there are monasteries. Anyway, the scenery there is amazing and okay. it's a perfect place so for rock climbing. So it's mainland or is it an island? It's mainland, mainland. there, yeah. Okay. Okay. Czy to jest na głównym lądzie? Można też się wspinać w Grecji. E, możemy też pojechać do Aten. Warto też zobaczyć takie mniej znane wyspy, czyli Hidden Gems, czyli takie ukryte skarby. No i właśnie to Santorini. Santorini, I think, is the most romantic island in Europe, at least. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I think uh, many couples go there to Even see the Greek sunset. I think Greek couples do not have uh, that much money to exactly. spend. <laughs> okay, so it's mostly for rich foreigners. Exactly, exactly, okay. yes. Okay. okay, but the views are really beautiful. I've seen a couple of mm -hmm. uh, pictures. They look like um, postcards, but they're not. So <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, it's magnificent, the view there. It's, it's a very beautiful island. Okay, okay. Do you have your favorite uh, island that you really like going to or, or you like going with your family, for example, or your friends? Uh, maybe Nicolas? For me, uh, is Mykonos. It's Mykonos. a very beautiful island. It's a party, uh, party animal. Party well, animal and party mean, island. You are a party animal. <laughs> maybe, and uh, I admit it sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I would uh, recommend Mykonos for mm -hmm. sure. But before you go there, you have to save a lot of money. Okay, that's possible. Okay. <laughs> okay, how about you? Um, mine will be an island that is very close to, to Piraeus. It's actually, uh, I think, a, an hour by boat. It can be by ferry boat, like 40 minutes. It is called Aegina. 
And uh, I don't know, it is, it is a small island, uh, not that popular, but uh, I have very good memories there and it's very cheap to travel there, even for day trips. Uh, the, the beaches are uh, very beautiful, uh, it, it has many traditional stuff and I, I really recommend. Okay, okay, so we, we have two, two, two choices. So, so Mykonos is a little bit further from the mainland, am I correct? Yeah, by boat is about three hours from uh, Piraeus. Okay, and, and your choice is how close? Egina, and it is uh, like an hour from Piraeus. An hour. So okay, like. so that's that, that, that's uh, that's pretty close. So, what do you think of um, uh, Rodos? It's very popular also for for, for tourists. Is a nice place, Rodos. Rhodos is amazing, it's a huge island, the okay. center of Rhodes has a very beautiful castle with many shops inside, cafes, okay. bar, pubs. It's amazing, worth, uh, it is worth to visit it, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And then also another, another island that is popular that I know um, is uh, Kos. Mm -hmm. Kos is very nice. And also um, Kavos is in which island? Uh, Corfu. Oh, Corfu. Corfu is very nice and also it's a party place, but I heard that this year is not because of COVID-19. So there are not that many, uh, not that many tourists. Muzyka Twoje Radio. MC Radio 102 i 7 FM Poznań. Miejska fala informacji. Okay, so um, let's get down to food. Let's start with food. I wanted to ask you, the cheese that we consider feta and for our salads in Poland, is it actually feta or is it something completely different? Maybe you are. 
maybe, maybe Zaharula because she's been living in Poland a little bit longer. Um, yes, okay, now that we came to the topic about the Greek salad okay. uh, in Poland, exactly. uh, uh, let me say that I was really impressed that there are uh, added extra vegetables that uh, we don't have in the traditional Greek. What are the, what are the extra vegetables? Uh, for example, a huge amount of lettuce, uh, sawata. Sawata, we don't have a sawata, why not? Yes, yes, why not? And, and um, the vegetables are cut it in a specific way like uh, small cubes yes. uh, but we don't usually do that we have like big pieces of tomatoes onion uh, paprika uh, olives uh, feta uh, oregano olive oil and Pepper. cucumber we like greek salads especially when we have a barbecue right i think it's quite popular to have a barbecue and then some greek salad Mm, absolutely. And we also have something called um, uh, Ryba Pogrecku. I don't know if have you heard about something something like this. So Ryba Pogrecku is not actually from Greece. So ca- yes, so that's what we call it. But I, I know that it's not exactly from mm-hmm. Greece. Another thing that I would like to mention is um, uh, a drink, Uzo. Are you guys fan of Uzo? I love Uzo. And it's uh, it's amazing. The taste is very unique, uh, very traditional uh, to Greece. I love it. Okay. Have you ever tried it? Yes, I have tried it many times, and I, I think I like it. Most of my friends uh, don't like it, and I would like to ask you, um, how do you actually drink it? Because when I was on all inclusive holiday, uh, which is probably not something to be very proud of, but we we had it with um, it was in Crete, and we had it uh, with um, Sprite. So it was Uzo and Sprite, but I guess it's not the traditional way of drinking it, isn't it? No. If your friends had, you know, Uzo with Sprite, this is the reason they consider it uh, disgusting. Because okay. this is not the traditional way Greeks uh, are drinking Uzo. Okay. You just take Uzo in a, in a short uh, glass and you put two, three ice cubes in it. And you let them uh, melt in a natural way. And you enjoy it next to the sea. Okay. Uh, under the Greek sun. This okay. is the way. Okay. So so it's basically Uzo and water. Yeah. Basically, basically this. Okay. Um, so what other um, food or drinks can you recommend that maybe Polish people don't know that very well? So we've had Greek salad, obviously. We know that Uzo. Um, uh, what else is there? Um, okay. I think uh, Greek uh, cuisine is using a lot of uh, legumes like uh, lentils, uh, beans, and uh, we tend to create soups uh, from them. So mm. th- okay, they so are very like, popular. But I think my favorite dish uh, would be something very popular, uh, which is called uh, moussakas. Moussaka. Moussaka. Okay, my question is, is it Turkish or Greek? Um, you know, with uh, Turkey, we have lived so many years uh, together. <laughs> uh, our cuisine, uh, also with uh, the Arabic cuisine, generally the Mediterranean, is uh, very common. So uh, each country, also the Balkans, Romania also, and Bulgaria okay. have uh, moussaka. So each country so it's, it's claims, it's yes, yes, it's, it's yeah. some <laughs> communistic. I think it reminds me of Arepas in Colombia and, and Venezuela is the same kind of conflict. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to mention that, uh, of course, I like the vegan version of it because I am a vegan and okay. I, I needed to clarify that. So, okay. yes. so there is a vegan version as well. So what do you what do you serve instead of meat? Uh, we serve uh, plant-based meal, meat, mm-hmm. uh, which is made from uh, soya beans. Okay. Okay. So quite typical soya beans. Perfect. Yes. Coming back to drinks. Okay. I also want to add something. I've seen that metaxa is very popular in Poland, but did you know that this is a Greek uh, spirit? No, I did not. It's totally Greek and there's a tradition behind metaxa. We usually and mostly in Greece drink it during funerals. Because by drinking this spirit metaxa, um, it's like, you know, helping the body of the dead to... um, to be forgiven and go closer to God. Okay, okay. This is the so, and I, one custom of I this. I think we can always uh, drink to the dead at uh, basically at every party every weekend. I don't mind drinking metaxa, so absolutely it would be a great idea. Guys, but let's talk about Greek music. We're going to come back to, to, to our conversation about Greece, but I would like you to recommend a song that we could play uh, now. Who wants to recommend something? Nicolas? Yes, I would like to recommend one song that is a very popular hit now in uh, all over Greece. It's from a singer called Elena Zevgara, and the title is Amartise Mazimu Kela, which literally means come with me and let's sing. Uh, okay. so feel the vibe, it's amazing. We're yeah. together, we're gonna feel the vibe, let's play that. And later we're gonna come back to our conversation with uh, Zaharula and Nicolas from Greece. <laughs> Αμάρτησε μαζί μου γέλα. Έλα να με τρελάνεις Κάποιες αμαρτίες Είναι να μην τις κάνεις Αδιαφορώ στο τι θα πει Ο κόσμος και Twoja muzyka, Twoje radio. MC Radio 102 i 7 FM Poznań. Miejska fala informacji. International Poznań Piotr Schulz. Uh, that was a song from Greece called... Amartise Mazimu Ke Ela. Which means? 
come with me and let's sing uh, for love. Okay, for love. I like all that the song. Songs, all the Greek songs are about love in a positive or negative way, but most of them are love based. Okay, so um, uh, Greek people are quite uh, romantic, would you say? Uh, quite emotional. Uh, what do you think, Zaharul? Are Greek people very emotional? Um, well, uh, I think. I don't know. I cannot answer these questions with uh, certainty because uh, I think it's a matter also of uh, personality. But indeed, uh, people tend to believe about uh, Greek people that they are uh, very, I don't know, very courageous and very brave and very emotional and having sure. some like uh, Spartan uh, ideals in their Spartan. minds. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nicolas, do you agree? <laughs> Yeah, I agree with this. Um, also, you know, as as a country, no, as a country, wait, opposite. I lost it. I was not expecting the, the question. Okay, uh, or Laos? Okay. In general, Greek people uh, are famous for uh, behaving very extra, like expressing their feelings in a very extroverts, open extroverts, extroverts okay. yeah in a very open way exactly. so even you know feelings of love the we are expressing them you know very very extra in a very big way okay so okay. this is why i think you know this is the source of uh, this conce- uh, conception okay czyli grecy faktycznie są bardzo ekspresyjni i, i potrafią wyrażać silny sposób swoje emocje to prawda no jest jeszcze jeden stereotyp który chciałem poruszyć e, to znaczy niektórzy mówią że grecy są Leniwi. No troszkę tak jak inne nacje z południa i teraz chciałem to poruszyć z moimi gośćmi. So, there is this stereotype that uh, Greek people are lazy, which is probably similar to other stereotypes about uh, southern nations in Europe. Do you guys agree with that? I totally not agree with this and I'm really curious, you know, the source of this stereotype. It's totally a misconception and I want to to explain why I believe this. I mean, In every country you can find lazy people. This is normal. It depends on the personality and not from and not on where, from where someone is coming mm-hmm. from. But I know many people in Greece that are very ambitious. They are traveling to other countries to pursue their dreams, to uh, make big differences, make changes in the world, not only for them, but to change the world. And also there is I will counterattack this misconception with another stereotype that says that you can always if you if you see a group of people you can always find a greek even if this group of people is a big company or it's the credits of the movie at the end you can always find a greek people and this i think says many things that okay. people are you know they want to to be involved in many aspects of life of professional life mm-hmm. but in private life as well so yeah they're not lazy at all okay so it's so great to hear that um uh, I, I think so too. I think it's easier to say that, you know, southern nations, especially Greek people are like that because other then other nations can feel better that they do much more than them. And I think this could be the, the source of this. So let's uh, stop this talk about stereotypes and let's talk about uh, some sayings in Polish. And one of my favorite sayings in Polish is Nieudawaj Greka. So don't pretend to be a, a Greek person. And I know that Zaharula 
know some explanation why we Polish people um, say that. And I was actually quite surprised when I heard it uh, when we had a conversation while we have we were having conversation before the show. So over to you, Zaharula. Uh, so I've read uh, that um, this uh, saying "Niedawaj Greka." Uh, not, do not pretend to be a Greek comes uh, from uh, the ancient uh, Greek uh, history, uh, specifically, more specifically, uh, in the times of Socrates, um, when he was fifth or fourth century BC, uh, when Socrates was uh, walking on the streets, the Athenian polis, uh, city-state. Um, he was. He used to say that uh, the only thing that he knows is that he knows nothing, uh, which is translated in Polish like "wiem ze nic nie wiem." So the saying came from this phrase, like Socrates, uh, such a well-known uh, philosopher and uh, teacher. Uh, he actually had a lot of knowledge in his mind. He, he knew things, he knew almost everything, but he was saying, he was claiming that he knows uh, nothing, actually. So this saying comes from there. Do not pretend that you don't know if you know the answer. Okay, wow, thank you very much for this explanation. So now I know, um, absolutely. So the good thing is that no one is pretending to be Greek uh, here. So you guys are actually Greek, yeah. so this... <laughs> This, this 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 one I actually like so so no, no fake no fake people here absolutely okay so you mentioned um Greek history and I would like to ask you because the 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 history of uh, Greece is uh, so rich so amazing and um one of the oldest civilizations in the in the world so I would like to ask you know what are you most uh, proud of Nicolas okay. Um, one of the first things, uh, and this is a nice breaker when I met someone uh, from another country, is that they have been taught in school about Greek mythology. And this is something that really impressed me, impresses me, and I'm very proud of our Greek mythology. So when I meet a foreigner, we're talking about, you know, Greek, ancient Greek gods, Greek mythology, Aesopus, and all the stories that uh, he created. So this is something I'm really proud of. Okay, so mythology from Nicolas, and uh, how about Zaharula? Um, I think I'm really proud uh, of the Greek literary culture. Uh, so whether it comes to poetry, epic or uh, lyric poetry, uh, or uh, simple prose, uh, philosophical texts, philosophical treatises, uh, I feel uh, really, really proud and I always go back to, to read uh, those texts and uh, they seem, some of them, they seem very, very modern, very up to date. Okay, awesome. I see that you are into literature. I can, I can, I can easily hear that. Um, awesome. And I think mythology is very important also for us Polish people. And we have a lot of saying, sayings coming from mythology. For example, I don't know, probably my favorite uh, character will be um, Hercules, right? So this is, or Zeus, you know, so many, so many different, different characters. And, and it was a great surprise when I saw all the Greek uh, mythology statues you have in the old town of, uh, in the old market in Poznan. Yes, yes, we do now, like Neptune, for example, absolutely. So, uh, so, so I'm amazed as well. And also it's not only in Poznan, but you know, also in Gdańsk, for example, we have, we have Neptune as well. 
and um, it, it is it is pretty amazing. So um, I would like to um, come back to our our uh, conversation about food and drinks, and um, I would like to ask you how expensive is uh, Greece because uh, Greece is because no, this is quite important for us. You guys are both from Athens, mm -hmm. so let's say I want to spend a weekend in Athens. Uh, hopefully, the flights will be back in April. So I guess April is a pretty good month. It's not too hot. The, the weather is quite sunny, so probably I could go in April. Um, how much money should I have? Uh, maybe if you could talk about some expenses to cover in, in the capital city of Greece. So Athens is a relatively, a relatively expensive uh, city, but not so much. The, I would say that the cost of living there is average, especially for a European. Uh, or an American. So if you want to spend there uh, a weekend, then I would say like uh, 200 euros, which translates to 800 zloty, mm -hmm. will be more than enough to, to have fun for, for a weekend. But if we're talking about Greek island, if you want to go to Mykonos for a week or Sadorini, then you will need a lot of money. And there are cases like 1000 euros for 4,000 zloty per night for hot, for a hotel. So, yeah, depends on where you want to go. Absolutely. I heard that Santorini is one of the most expensive islands in the Mediterranean. So, so absolutely, uh, absolutely expensive. And I would like to ask uh, maybe uh, Zaharula about uh, a place that you like in Athens, maybe a, a restaurant or, or a place that people could see, something that, you know, As an uh, as a person from Athens, you you kind of recommend it could be anything and any spot, any place. Okay, the first thing that came to my mind is um, an an open bar on uh, the top of uh, of a hotel uh, called A for Athens, uh, which is um, in the city center, and you have uh, such a great view of uh, the the night uh, Acropolis and uh, the Parthenon. Um, I, I think that's what I would suggest. Okay, awesome, awesome. I would love to go there. I, I, I think I will go to, to Athens ne next year. That is the, that is the plan. Mm, okay, guys, so um, let's play some music. And so we're going to come back in a moment to talk about the economic and COVID-19 situation uh, at the moment in Greece. I think it could be interesting for our uh, listeners. <laughs>
Muzyka Twoje Radio. MC Radio 102 i 7 FM Poznań. Miejska fala informacji. Piotrze z International Poznań. Rozmawiamy o Grecji. Zacharula Nikolas ze mną. I teraz chciałbym, żebyśmy porozmawiali trochę o ekonomicznej sytuacji i o COVID-19. Jak to wygląda w Grecji? Myślę, że to będzie dla Was, drodzy słuchacze, też ciekawe. Um, Nikolas, what is the current situation in, in Greece? So probably you read some news in, in Greek. In Greek. Um, what is it like in Greece now? So before COVID-19, uh, I would say that the economical situation in Greece were uh, becoming better and better. Um, but due to COVID-19, you know, this situation hit many, uh, the, the economical uh, situation in Greece, they, they hit it uh, really hard. So many uh, local uh, organizations, many shops uh, were forced to, to close or to go to the digital uh, environment. But yeah, I, I, I would say that before, because of COVID-19, it's like we went back two years. Uh, and the situation is a little bit difficult there. But there are a lot of uh, um, support from the Greek government, especially on the private sector. And they attract uh, investments and investors in Greece. And I feel that the future will be really good for Greece. Okay, I'm glad to hear that and I hope it, uh, it will happen, right? It's, it's very dynamic and we, we really don't know what will happen in a couple of months. Mm, uh, so I would like to ask you one more, uh, one more thing. Um, what do you miss most about your country? So living in, in, in Poland, mm, what do you miss most about your country? Is it the weather? Is it the food? Maybe friends, maybe family? Uh, people have different reasons. I would like to hear yours. Um, well, uh, certainly I miss my family, my friends, uh, my pets and some comforts that I, I, I had in Greece. But mostly uh, I miss uh, the, the food without koperek uh, because <laughs> in, uh, in Poland uh, koperek is almost everywhere and uh, I really hate this, uh, this herb. Uh, so I, I, I don't even remember what's the name of it in English because I'm using it in Polish to avoid <laughs> to say poproszę <laughs> nie Dill, that's the name. Dill, Dill, that's the it. We don't, want the, we don't want Dill in our dishes. No, I'm, please no. Nicolas, is, is it the same? 
Um, okay? I love dill, to be honest. Whoa. Yeah, and I love rucola. It's not very famous in Greece, but rucola here in Poland, I, I oh, learned to love it. All right. okay. Okay. And what I miss the most is the sun, because here in Poznan, unfortunately, it rains a lot and I don't like rain. So okay. I miss the sun and I miss the, the sea and the sand and the beaches. Only this. Apart from this, I love Poland. It's like my... Not my second home, it's like my home. I feel very welcomed here and I'm glad I'm here. Okay, awesome guys. So we would like to play one more one more song and I know this song is um it's not Greek, but it's kind of connected with Greece. Um it's called Mamma Mia and Nicolas will tell us why is it is connected with Greece. Okay, this uh, song became popular because of the of the movie Mamma Mia which takes place in a Greek island called Skopelos. It's about a love story. It is really worth to, to watch this movie. Okay, but it's a little bit uh, cliche, isn't it, this movie? Uh, yes, it is. I, I didn't like it particularly that uh, much. Uh, even though it's a musical and it's uh, like a happy atmosphere, but I found it uh, rather low. <laughs> Okay, okay. I, I, I think you know it's, it's a little bit cliche, but it, it portrays um, uh, Grace in a really beautiful way. So definitely, we should do that. So uh, before we play the song, I would like to say uh, thank you very much for coming on the show, and uh, I also want to ask you how uh, you say thank you in Greek. So dziękuję bardzo is ευχαριστώ πολύ. Ευχαριστώ πολύ. Thank you very much, guys. Um, I hope you have enjoyed the show and, and I have learned a lot of new, new stuff during the show, so that is important for me and for our listeners. To jest bardzo ważne, że nauczyliśmy się wielu rzeczy na temat Grecji, jakie miejsca warto zobaczyć, czy jest drogo, jaka jest teraz sytuacja podczas COVID-19. Posłuchaliśmy trochę greckiej muzyki, także bardzo dziękuję za to. Moimi gośćmi byli Zaharula Andoniu i Nikolas Dimopoulos. Dziękuję bardzo. Do widzenia. Do widzenia. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Wszystko poli. Bye. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. And check our Facebook for um, the vocabulary from this episode prepared by Agnieszka Link. Cheers. Thank you.
Twoje miasto, Twoja muzyka, Twoje radio. MC Radio 102 i 7 FM Poznań. Miejska fala informacji.